Welcome to Q&A Monday, and today's question comes from Nicole in Minnesota, and this is what she's asking. She says, my husband and I are planning on homeschooling our three children. All of them are ages three and under. Her in-laws are teachers in the public school system, and she says they have the mentality that public school is the only way to go. We haven't discussed our desire to homeschool since our firstborn technically wouldn't start kindergarten for two more years. She's asking me when and how would I let others know? She said they're typically very private and don't necessarily feel the need to share since it is their family's personal decision. However, she would like the comments to her children on what school is like and how fun it will be to ride the bus to end. We're going to dive into that question right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. I do find it interesting that society as a whole now, we feel like the way that we do things, and this goes beyond education, but we just feel like the way that we do it right now, and we expect it to continue that way. We also think that we've arrived at the pinnacle of all knowledge and how things are done is the best way to do them. And I say to my kids, what if the person who invented a wooden wheel, what if civilization just stopped at that point and we're like, okay, that's it. We got this wooden wheel. We got a wheel. That's enough. We don't need to do anything else. I don't know about you, but I sure am glad we didn't stop at that wooden wheel. So when it comes to education... I personally, I have a very strong sneaking suspicion that the way the world does education right now is going to be different in the future. And that shift, it's starting to occur right now. And us homeschoolers, we are ahead of that curve. But right now, we're going to be taking on a bit of negativity in years to come. Hopefully, I see that it's just going to be norm that education is done differently. We have to remember, and I know I've spoken about it before in other podcast episodes, but right now, the way education is set up, it's only been going on like this for 100 and 120 years. This is a bit of an experiment. And for a lot of us, we're saying we don't want in on that. We want in on something a little bit different. And so right now, we are probably going to encounter over the years and the years coming The negativity, we've been encountering the negativity if you've been homeschooling for a while. And that's not going to, it's not going to stop. It's going to take some time for people's minds to shift, but we get to help show them a different way, which I think is really exciting. When my husband and I pulled our kids out of the public school system, we felt some tension in some relationships and we did have to have some awkward conversations. And we're going to dive into that and my advice, some tips I have for you, Nicole, as well as anybody else out there that's encountering this, how to go about making this decision known. And I do want to say that, you know, I remember being annoyed that I had to have these conversations and explain ourselves to people. And I just was like, I don't know why I have to do this, but I felt like it was necessary in order to preserve some relationships. And so we did it, but we did it in a way that focused on 
our family, James and myself and our three kids, and we did not do it in a way we didn't point any type of fingers. And I think that was really important and that was key to maintaining those friendships and those relationships. So right now I'm going to dive into three, I don't want to know if I want to say tips or steps. I guess I'm going to say steps because I think that they have to be done. Yeah, we're going to go with steps. They need to be done in this order. So here we go. Step number one would be to have that hard conversation and do so, you know, with your in-laws, Nicole, do so. And this could go for anybody, whether this is a friend you need to have a conversation with for anybody else who's listening in the same situation, but we need to have this conversation without our children around. And before we even have this conversation with the family members or the friends, you have to sit down with your husband and the two of you have to have a conversation about how is this going to go? How are we going to have this conversation with these people? And you need to come and do it, especially Nicole, when it comes to your in-laws, you need to come together, the two of you to have a conversation with them about this. It shows a united front. It shows that it's not just you coming up with this idea. It shows that the two of you are unified. This is a decision that the two of you have made together. And you're just sharing that with them because you value your relationship and friendship you know, with them, well, with your in-laws, with the relationship. But if this has to do, you know, with other friends, then yeah, with their friendship. But in this situation, when it comes to in-laws, you know, let him take the lead and also decide I've done this with my husband too. I'm like, you can, you can be the buffer. You can be the one. And he's like, that's fine with me. I'll be the buffer in this situation. We can go in together. And if things start to take a negative turn, or if later on there's negativity, I will stand between, you know, you, my wife and our children you know, stand in between uh, that situation and um, work to resolve the situation in a, you know, in a peaceful way, in a way that um, resolves the, yeah, the, whatever the issue is, as well as maintains the uh, relationship that you have with that person. Now that you've had that conversation, or maybe even during that conversation, step two is to remind yourself that any negativity, it's not about you. Whenever we do something that is counter to what everybody else is doing, whether society or a group of people, family, whatever, remember that when we are doing something that is counter to a mass amount of people and others don't understand, they point fingers, they might say negative things. It's not about us. That is a reflection of what's going on in their mind and their hearts and their perception of what you are doing. As long as that conversation, you came at it with, this is what our family is doing. We are not attacking you. It has nothing to do with you. And if they turn it, you know, on you as a negative thing, it has to do with them. So just make sure that that conversation goes as peacefully and as maturely as you can have it go. And that any negativity that is brought up during the conversation or any negativity that is brought up outside of this conversation, that it's not about you. Don't let their words divide you and your husband, and don't let their words divide your relationship with them. They have to come around to the idea, not you. You've already come around to this idea. You have thought about it. You've researched it. You've prayed on it. This is what you want to do and what you are going to do for your family. Any negativity comes from a place of the fact that they haven't thought about it. They haven't researched it. They haven't prayed on it. And it can take them some time. It might take them a few hours, might take them a few weeks, a few months, it might even take them a year or two. And that's okay. That leads into step number three. And I want you and your husband and your children, your children are young. But if you're in other situations where you're kind of encountering the same type of thing, and your children are older, 
I want you and your family to just continue to be yourselves. Love the people in these relationships that you have, whether they are negative about your decision to homeschool or not, love them. Treat them exactly how you would otherwise. Even if they are not treating you well, treat them how you how you would continue. How you how things were before you had this conversation, continue that same relationship with them. You haven't changed. Don't let it get awkward. Just live as you have been living and continue living that. Remember and remind yourself that it's them that has to come around to it and it's them that has to have the maturity to understand that or to accept the fact that even though they are currently choosing something different for their family or they would choose something different if they were in your situation, that's okay. They're the ones that has to come around to accepting and coming to terms with your decision for education. And when we really stop and think about it, we step back and we're like, Why does my decision for how I educate my children have to be something that causes any type of issues? Why does there have to be any tension in a relationship because I'm choosing something different? And that right there is the key. What is it that causes that, uh, just the negativity or, or the tension, the distance within, or just the, it's, it's not coming from within us. It's coming from outside. It's coming from society telling us that we have to be divided on this type of thing. So remember that when you have these conversations and when you have these relationships, that it's something that's coming from outside. It's society that has told us that this is, we're at the pinnacle of, of whatever, you know, institution it is, and this is the best way to do it. And if you kind of step off and you're like, well, what, what if I don't want to do it exactly like that? Or what if I want to do it completely different? And right now we're starting to see that in education and it can really be a hot topic that people get defensive about. Just understand that them in their mind that they have to come around to it in one of the great ways of helping them is just to be yourself, to love them in the midst of it and don't act weird. Don't make the relationship any type of different. If it's going to be different, let them be the weird one and you continue. I mean, you're homeschooling, so you're going to be weird. (laughs) Not really, but well, yeah, we're all weird in our own ways, but just continue on in your relationship. So let's go over those three steps one more time. The first is to have that hard conversation, but you're going to go into that conversation of already having that conversation with your husband of how is this going to go? The second step is to remind yourself that any negativity is not about you. And the third step is just to continue your family, just to continue being yourselves They'll notice, they'll come around, and they'll continue to love you, just be what you do. That's a little bit different. Now, specifically in Nicole's uh, question, I guess the uh, in-laws are bringing up all the things that uh, their kiddos, I assume they're probably mostly talking to the three-year-old because the baby's not really going to understand, but mostly talking to the three-year-old about what they're going to do in school and riding the bus. Everybody makes a really big deal about the bus. (laughs) But if that happens, if they bring that up again, there's one of two things that kind of came to my mind that you could do. You could just gently remind them there in the presence of the kids. I say, oh, don't forget, we're going to be homeschooling and let them kind of adjust. But you know their relationship. You know if it's better maybe to later on pull them aside, say, hey, you know, I noticed you said something to, you know, to the three-year-old about the school bus, but remember, we're going to be homeschooling. And hopefully you don't have to do that more than a couple of times and they remember and don't bring those things up. But Maybe if they do, you might have to pull them aside and just make sure that they know that when they have that, when they say, oh, do you see the school bus go by? You're going to get on that someday. It's very confusing to a child. So you can put it in terms of that because they love your kiddo. They love their grandchild. And so if you put it in terms of how, 
you know, it's going to help, it's going to confuse her. She's not quite sure what's going on. And it would be better, you know, for, for you guys to be a united front on this, that that might help to bring them around to it as well, because they love your, they love your kiddos. And Nicole, thank you for sending in this question. I am almost positive that every single one of us has encountered a situation, if it's not this exact same situation, at least something very similar to it. So this was this was good. I hope that this has helped a lot of you know how to approach these types of things. And let's remember that we get to be ambassadors for homeschooling. We get to show our family and our friends and our community that there can be a different way to educate our children and it can turn out just absolutely awesome. And they're going to see that as they see your children thrive. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on an episode, send that question to me through email. My email address is lee, spelled L-E-I-G-H, at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. Include your question, your first name, and your state, and so I can feature you on the next Q&A Monday. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.